0: sarcasm he meant it he meant it everybody oh sick we're back what 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 hip-hop sounds (laughs) (laughs) damn son where'd you find this (laughs) i'm josh we need to get one of those radio sound effect boards a soundboard yeah we need it so bad it's all trapaholic shit that's all i would put on it some of my favorite shit in the world is that shit, when they're, like, just dropping that, and, in, in, like, a, it's, like, a Friday afternoon, and I'm driving home from the city, and it's just, like, <laughs> like a medley of songs that they play. Like, they just, like, DJ the songs together, right? Yeah. And then they throw in those, like, things, and it's, like, walk with your boys. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's Friday, let's go. Yeah, let's walk with my boys. Yeah, where where did I find this? <laughs> uh, on this program, we talk about local radio stations and we rate their soundboards. Oh, what a great idea for a podcast. <laughs> a podcast that would be good for maybe 20 people. <laughs> it would be impossible to do. How would we get that stuff? We'd have to like... Listen to radio online like some kind of serial killer. <laughs> that's like what serial killers do. I'm not doing that. Yeah, You heard it here first, folks. If you listen to radio online, you might be a serial killer. You're, if you're listening to radio online that's just the radio with commercial, you're a fucking yeah. serial killer. Uh, You're going to kill some lady sometime, and then you're going to kill another one because you got a taste for it. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Well, on the bright side, serial killers are very in right now, so. (laughs) It could be like a Netflix show about you. On uh, M-Class, we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media, we pick it apart, we recap it, and we sort of review it, and you have to sit there and take it. Yeah, no, we review it. We don't give it a rating. Well, we've started doing that, I guess. <laughs> we do review it. theres I don't think a review has to have a rating at the end of it. I think, no, I don't either. I think that that dumbs it down for the dinguses. You hear me, Siskel and Ebert? Yes. Fuck off. Thumbs up your ass. Thumbs down on your reviews. Oh, got them. Aren't they both dead? Yeah. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Fucking uh, I didn't mean to laugh okay. at beloved reviewers' deaths, everybody. Don't uh, quote me on that laugh. No, wasn't. which one was the one people hated? Ebert? So, yeah, Siskel. Wait, Ebert. Siskel was Ebert. the bald guy. Ebert yeah. was the... Yeah, they didn't like him. They didn't like Ebert because he said that video games aren't art. Yeah. That's why people were mad about it. Oh, uh, that's... Yeah, well, that's all you gotta do to piss people off and say, say something like that. Say something bad about video games. All I gotta do to piss people off is say something true. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking God. Well, now that Josh has been canceled, I'd like to <laughs> announce my new co host, Samuel Clemens. Oh. Samuel Clemens wrote some words in some books that can't be repeated here, so maybe. <laughs> I was up next on the docket. <laughs> Anyway, this episode is the third episode in our, uh, well, Rich Masters collection, which is, co- which is in a mouthful type way, called the Any Universe But This One collection. I remember what I was going to say about Rich Masters. Oh, what was it? Can you repeat it? I was going to say, yeah, because of the, yeah, of course, <laughs> This he's really good at, I think he picked this purposefully after the last one we did. Oh yeah, because there's f- a ton of connections between yes, these two. Yes, yes. And I feel like this was very purposeful uh, that he did that. And I thought it was really good. It was smart and it was it was clever. Well there you go Rich. You got your uh, praise pellets for the day. Hopefully yeah. don't, like don't ha- waste them. Like a hamster. Push the little button and get a pellet. <laughs> <laughs> Drink uh, out of that weird water upside down bottle that somehow makes water come out of it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That's some sort of a principle of they push the something. ball in. The ball keeps the water from coming out. Uh, well, There's well, a little ball. You ruined the mystery. But um, <laughs> we're going to be talking in uh, this week's episode of M-Class Podcast about the next generation episode parallels from season 7. It's episode 11. The uh, there. Th- this is directed by Robert Weimer, who we've talked about before <laughs> because he's got a very unfortunate last name. Check out his weemer. It's <laughs> close to the peepee word. Uh, he he directed good episodes and bad episodes is what we've learned. He directed this episode, but he also directed Masks, which I love to point out when anyone has done anything on the show. I feel like everyone's directed Masks. I think not. Just... I don't mean that metaphorically. I feel like Every time we bring up masks, we talk about (laughs) that person wrote this or they directed it. I feel like everyone we talk about has done that. Let me click on masks real quick and see what comes up. For director, it's got to be multiple. No, nope. Robert Weimer. They're just writers, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he no. wrote, they wrote it. Joe Manoski is the only writer of Manoski. Oh, Joe Manoski. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Uh, did, what did he do the last one? Did he do the last episode? I don't remember. I don't remember. We run into Wa- Robert Weimer all the time because we're always making fun of his last name. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, man! Like you could totally change your last name. Like you could just do it. You could just like just start calling yourself a different last name. Yeah, people will. You can do that that in Hollywood for sure. Yeah, Um, I was curious about who wrote this episode because there is a part in the episode where Deanna uh, Worf does not know he's married to Deanna Troy, and Deanna Troy tries to force a. Erotic massage onto him, a sensual massage. Nobody wants to get massaged before they fuck. I'm and, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's like a sensual massage, and that's it's up to the viewer whether they want that before they have sex with a stranger or not. But it's your choice. It's your choice. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was like, this scene is so uncomfortable. Like, it's in the middle yeah. of the episode. It has nothing to do with anything for the most part. Like, it's really weird and kind of off-putting. It reminded me of the the mirror episode in TOS, yeah. where he goes to his his quarters and he's like, "Who the fuck is this?" It's pretty similar, but like this is it just felt weird and off. And it turns out that this episode was written by Brandon Braga. Oh, <laughs> the weirdest part was when she was she whispered in his ear, "Step inside my twelve foot wide vagina," <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, "Do." Do the beta zeds have 12 feet wide vaginas? How does that work physically? Oh, well. I don't know. Klingons will have two dicks eventually. Mark my yeah. words. I'm sure he has two dicks right now. <laughs> Brandon Braga? Oh, man, he wishes. I don't know. <laughs> if he had two dicks, it would take up more space inside the vagina, and he wouldn't like that. That's what he's not. Ag- <laughs> he's Yeah, he's totally against that. Maybe it's, like, a psychological thing because his dick is small. Maybe. And that's why he likes big vaginas. I think he's got a thing for his mom. I think he's got an adipus yeah. complex going on. Yeah, that sounds like that's more psychological than what I said, which is him having a tiny dick. <laughs> he probably does. And um, he convinced himself, and he's like, yeah, I like when they're big. You know. <laughs> like, you know, some guys have big dicks, but, like, I really like it when a vagina's huge. <laughs> Um, did you know that Brandon Braga is from Bozeman, Montana? I did know that. I absolutely did know that. That's why Bozeman, Montana, is the thing. Yeah, that's why it's there. Um, this episode is about Worf getting mad that he didn't win a trophy. <laughs> 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 Fucking millennial. <laughs> if you if you like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, please. We're both millennials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm joking. I'm joking. When you boil down the entire episode, it's about Worf being mad that he didn't get a trophy because, like, he Fucking can stay. Nice place. <laughs> he can stay in one of these other universes if he really wanted to, but he doesn't. Yeah, I would have stayed in the one I'm married to Deanna Troy without the children. I'd be like, yeah. that's the one I'm staying in. If if I got to pick. Um, but he he got ninth place in that universe. He can't live with that. Can't have that. No, gotta have champion standing. <laughs> Whatever that means, I don't know. First is that first? Is that double first? Is that like S tier? I don't know. It's. He doesn't say first place ever, you're right. He says, I got champion standing. I guess it's like S-tier, right? Like, maybe there's like... I fucking know, man. Maybe he's he didn't get knocked down the whole time. Who knows? There is an article on Memory Alpha. Champion standing was the highest award given in the Klingon Batleth competition on Forcus Fuck ass 3. Fuck-ass uh, <laughs> 3. Lieutenant Worf won champion standing. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love Memory Alpha articles. They're so positive. (laughs) I kind of want to edit it to say, oh boy. (laughs) You could. They'd probably leave that in there. Um, They wouldn't notice it forever, I bet. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Somebody
0: somebody do that. Somebody edit that in there. uh, The episode begins with Worf uh, talking up a big game about how he won this cool Batleth tournament on Forcus 3. Forkus Malorkus. And Forcus several contestants were maimed, but I was triumphant. <laughs> I love Michael Dorn's delivery when he's like, he's like, several were maimed. He's like, just <laughs> like, he like, doesn't care, whatever. Dude, uh, we're going to get to it in a minute, but this episode has my absolute favorite Michael Dorn acting moment in the entire series. Oh fuck! It's when Deanna's like, well, "That would mean that my mother would be your mother and Step stepmother, step your, ste- your stepmother," yeah. and he does this facial acting when he responds yeah. to it, like "What?" and it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's great because like Klingons wouldn't have subtlety because they're not subtle. You know what no. I mean? Like, like they don't have that. They're they're all like verbose and bravado right like they wouldn't they wouldn't know how to like keep that under wraps and be like oh yeah <laughs> like like I understand exactly why people like fell in love with Klingons thanks to TNG because they are yeah. like our ideal of a warrior poet right which is they're like samurai or Vikings but without like they like cleaned up their act right they're not like they're not like cutting kids' heads off. <laughs> Like you yeah, know, like raping and no, pillaging. Yeah, you not know in, what in mean? TNG and TOS. Not they for Sure are. But. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but like, yeah, they're like kind of the bad guy. They're like, it's like the Vegeta complex. They're the bad guy who becomes the good guy, right? So you're yeah. like, oh, they're still kind of bad though. You know what I mean? They're like bad it's boys. True. People love a bad boy. Oh, I love a bad boy. Everybody loves a bad boy. It's why Raphael is probably the most popular turtle. Yeah, because he's loves the a bad best boy. one. Because uh, he's not a nerd, Donatello. True, Donatello is. He's a not dark. a he's not a narc, Leonardo. <laughs> it's true. Leonardo does tell on them. He does. And <laughs> Master they're doing drugs uh, in the basement. Raphael <laughs> ordered a pizza. Uh. Raphael ordered a pizza, and he stabbed the pizza guy. <laughs> I don't got nothing bad to say about Michelangelo, though. No, Michelangelo is a that. party dude, and everyone loves him. I don't want to get hate-mailed twice in one episode. I'm already going to get shit for the joke I told earlier. <laughs> Millennials are going to come for you, too. No, no, that's not even that one, the one I told said yeah, about the video games. The one games. about video games. Yeah, that's you, the one You're working great. on your third one now with your Michelangelo mm-hmm. comment. Go big or go home. Uh, Wait, Leonardo home. is my favorite turtle, by the way. I, love I always liked Raphael, but I always got shit for liking him because it was always like, of course you do, right? I always <laughs> got like, of course you like Raphael, well, that's, right? Well, that's true for everyone that likes any turtle. Of course yeah. you like that turtle. Exactly. Of course, ex- yeah. Although, like, Leonardo's my favorite turtle, uh, as a kid, it was strictly because he has two swords. That's fucking yeah. dope. I think that's why my cousin liked him, too. And I think that's predominantly why. Yeah, like because the two swords. I always liked that he was like a straight up like samurai type too. But that's neither here nor yeah. there. We're talking about Worf. <laughs> but are we really even talking about different things? Like no. honestly, Worf is also a samurai. <laughs> yeah, Worf, with a bat laugh. Worf is like a wannabe samurai. Like he wants to be Klingon so bad, but he's got all that Earth stank on him, you know. <laughs> I was just going to say, once we get enough Patreons for you to get a lightsaber, our next purchase is Batleths. Fuck. That would be so... Dude, I would love to have yes. like a replica of the Sword yes. of Kalos. That would be yes. so fucking cool. I just want to hang it on my mantle, dude. God, I want to use it to attack burglars. That I would run away from that. <laughs> I want to make would my suck. house... I want to make my house extremely tantalizing to burglars and then attack <laughs> and them then with my bat. life. <laughs> like, there's like a string leading up to the doorknob. <laughs> Oops, unlocked. There's little like like a candies leading from the street. <laughs> Sweet <ridiculous>. tarts. Um... <laughs> But uh, Worf mentions that he's he thinks there's going to be a troubling situation when he gets back to the Enterprise. Yeah, and, and you're like, what the fuck could that mean? Is yeah, it yeah. Alexander? What's going on? What's going on? Is Alexander in this episode? I hope not. <laughs> oh, thank God he's not. But the other one is. No. no fuck, man. When I saw him, I was I literally went ugh. Yeah, I did too. But he like is fine in this one. Yeah, he's not. He's bad not in this one. He's not playing like complete idiot child. No, he's he's playing official lieutenant man. Yeah, with the with the cool uh com badges, I really like those. Yeah, those are neat. They're like evil universe com badges, but they're still cool. <laughs> they like show your rank, right? Like it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty cool. The uh, during the scene where we, fr- I don't think we see Wesley yet. No, we no. do. It's during the scene that we see Wesley. There's a Cardassian at a con. Yes, I and noticed they don't that it or anything. Yes. Which is super strange, right? Because you're like, whoa. And that's the universe where the Bajorans are pissed. Yeah, you think, like, Worf would be like, what the fuck? But he he doesn't even care. (laughs) He's too busy, I guess. Nah, I mean, after a while, after skipping through all them universes, you're probably just like, whatever, man, I don't even know. That's true. Just imagine, though, like, everyone is, like... Technically, everybody's, like, gaslighting the fuck out of Worf. Like, no, (laughs) Worf, you're sick. You're not traveling through universes. You got a concussion. I would be like, maybe I am crazy. <laughs> what a clever, uh, uh, we're jumping around. I don't even care. No, what a clever, uh, like, device to have him got hit in the head and get a concussion. So you, the audience member, thinks, well, maybe he's just concussed. Yeah. Like, maybe we're not, like, switching yeah. around in the same way he is, you know? Even though that we're in the seventh season of the show and I know some bullshit's going on. Because <laughs> I fucking saw that trophy, man. That thing was cool as shit. Yeah, the name of the episode is Parallels, not like Bonk or something. Like, it's not about getting a concussion. <laughs> bonk. My favorite bonk. My favorite TNG episode is Season 7, Episode 11. Bonk. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's just a normal-ass day where Worf gets a concussion and is confused like an old man. He's acted like a fucking weirdo the whole episode, and everybody's just like, What's up with him? <laughs> He almost got us killed when the Bajorans fired on us. What the fuck? Oh man, where do the Bajorans get ships that could take on the Enterprise? That's <laughs> a good question. They were flying around in like space canoes. Like, like much. what? A, what the fuck? They had like Star Wars fighters. Like they could go. Yeah. They could go plane speed in space. Yeah, like jets, <laughs> right? Like just jets. Uh, Riker and Worf are like walking down a hallway back on the Enterprise when we meet him again and uh, Worf's got his trophy and he's like yeah I fucking rocked it Riker and you yeah. would have just fucking crawled in a corner and cried yeah, you little you baby would've, you would have pissed your pants you little piss pants uh, Riker's but <laughs> like Jesus Riker's like god you're really like bloodlusted off that fight huh Damn, man, go to the Holodeck and blow off some steam. Blow off some Skeletor steam. Go fuck a Skeletor. <laughs> oh, we were just talking about sexy Skeletors.
1: That's a, we're not little, on the show, though.
0: It's a little window into our normal conversations yeah. for you. We were talking about sexy yeah. Skeletor before this. Look up sexy Skeletor action figure. You're welcome. Um, uh, what we do learn during this conversation that's of substance, and it's not just worth dunking on Riker over and over again. Is that the Argus Array, like the center of information traffic out in space, has stopped transmitting data for the third time in only one year, so they think it has to be tampering in some way, shape, or form. Some shit's going down. Uh, It's right near the Cardassian border, which, if I was the Cardassians, I also would be like, hey, what's this? (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck is this doing here? Hmm, interesting. At uh, least they're not hiding it on pajem like the fucking Vulcans, right? Yeah, it's fucking green-blooded hobgoblins. Damn, go Andoria. (laughs) (laughs) The green bloods and the pink skins cause us so much trouble here on Andoria. (laughs) It turns out we're all Andorian on this program, sorry. Sure, now we went through, well, we went through near that wormhole or whatever, and now we're... Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, spoilers for the email program that comes after this, I guess. Yeah. We're not going to yeah. remember what we said <laughs> No, hell no. Hell fucking no. Uh, Worf is not paying attention to what Riker says whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, he's like, looks at his door and he's like, what the fuck? Shit. You know, he's like, not nervous and shit. And Riker's like, what is your problem? He's like, <laughs> oh, I'm just, you know, nothing. Nothing. I'm fine. And they go into his room. Riker goes in with him for some reason, which should have... Like, that's a red flag if something's up, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess they're buds, right? Yeah. They hang. And uh, Worf's like, you know, I'm just worried that you guys are gonna throw me a surprise party. And I, I hate him. And Riker's like, you have to be fucking with me. He's like, Mr. Worf, I hate surprise parties. You would think that of me? Of me, Riker? And then he just star- storms out, and he's like in a huff. Worf's like, "Damn, sorry, I didn't, I didn't know." <laughs> but then uh, Worf sets his trophy down, and he turns it on the table so everyone can see it. <laughs> and he's proud. He he should be. He got champion stand. <laughs> he got best millennial. And uh, oh, it's t- it's two strikes against millennials in this episode. Fucking participation trophy, little bitches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he walks into the next room and everybody surprise jumps out. And, oh, he got him. He bluffed him. Horse like, ugh. Yep. And then, and then he, there's a cake, and they bring the cake out. Riker comes in and puts a little party hat on his head. And says, "I love surprise parties." Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You got to keep on your toes with Riker. He's always. Practicing his deception techniques. Got you, wharf, you dumb bastard. Now who won the tournament? Yeah, give me that trophy. (laughs) I got you a new trophy. Best Sucker Standing. (laughs) I got this new trophy for myself. It's called Best Surprise Party. I'm going to put it right here in front of your trophy. And then the Force Ghost Atachi Yar shows up and she's eating cake somehow. How old are you, Mr. War? <laughs> that would have been a great showing that like something was really fucked up. Oh, yeah, Natasha like, showed up. Yeah, they could have done that. Maybe she was busy. Maybe she was, she busy. was busy doing what? <laughs> uh, you know, stuff. Who knows? Doing horrible monster B movies. Yeah, sci fi movie, maybe. Who knows? Sci fi channel original movie, Sharknado 8. Oh my god. I guess this was before the Sharknado. It was way before it was was, yeah. This is during like the very beginning of like Croctopus versus Octopus. When they were were, like really bad. Like like, there was a time when sci-fi original movies were like actually really bad. Yeah, they weren't bad on purpose. They weren't funny. Genuinely terrible. They were unwatchable and garbage. There was this movie that I always remember when I think of sci-fi original movies. I don't remember the name of it, but it was by Stan Lee. Stan Lee wrote and created this character who had super speed, and he was the most generic-looking superhero I'd ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, that was back when things had to be kind of normal, right? They are like, yeah. this it can't be too superhero-y. Man, I remember that being like the law in superhero Remember that movies. shit? You it can't was so have a dumb. character wearing a costume. It's so stupid. Like, and then you had like Batman. I was just like, "Well, Tim Burton did it, so he can do this, or what?" You yeah. know what I mean? And it was just this weird line in the sand that, like, I don't know why we did that. Like, the, the fact that the X-Men movies refuse to put them in their costumes is the reason why for, like, I don't even know, maybe 20 years, the X-Men didn't have costumes in comics. Yeah, put them in the costumes. Yeah. Like, they're mutants that fly around and shoot laser beams out of their eyes. Like, we, we love those costumes, damn <laughs> it. Yeah, put them in. Fuck. Some people are, like, real fucking shy about the costumes. I'm gonna go on a mini tirade. It's very small. Uh, I love Colossus, the X Men character. I love yeah. his power, and he's got like a super great visual. Yeah, uh, Colossus has his arms showing and his thighs showing in his outfit, and that's yeah. on purpose so you get to see more of the metal because he's metal. And yeah. then every time somebody redesigns him, they give him like pants and like sleeves and shit, and I'm like, yeah. And Deadpool, if a lady's costume t- can have her titties out all the time, then you can show Colossus's thighs a little bit. It's not a big bugging deal. I think in Deadpool, he takes his shirt off, right? In Deadpool, I think the first In one? Deadpool, he's wearing, like, a tank top, so you still get all the tank arms top. and most of yeah, the but, chest as well. Yeah, I guess they'd have to animate the legs, though. it's yeah. like, that takes time. It's like uh, making him CGI was really a good idea as well, because like he's supposed to be like almost seven feet fucking tall. Like Yeah, he's huge. He's fucking enormous. He's a massive guy. And turning Those him like, are, making him a goody two shoes to go up against Deadpool's stupidity was very smart. That was yep. a very smart yep. move. Clever. Um anyway, back to Worf. Actually, let's take a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Worf. We'll be right back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. This is sizzling action.
1: It's Batman at his best.
0: Crime has gotten messy since Clayface came to town. Ready to take charge, it's lightning strike Batman. Eat dirt, Batman. Peace down. So it's Nightstar Batman's turn to get rid of this mound of mud. Now what's up? Here's Batman in his arrow bat, flipping out to put an end to this mess. Think you're going be a sold separate. Batman, the best just got best. Back
1: to the
0: show. Welcome back everybody. Hopefully those goods and services are right up your alley. Hopefully you buy some pine Sol brand uh pine Sol. I only put that in once, and I forget uh, why. I, I probably mentioned it in the episode. So now I'm going to, have to do it again. Uh, thanks for purchasing Crossfire. Get caught up in the Crossfire. Yeah, that game was fun for like two seconds until <laughs> somebody wanted to punch somebody. That game was fun for two seconds until you ran out of the little balls and they were scattered underneath every piece of furniture in your house. My grandmother had that game and we never had any of the ball bearings. They were just gone. No. Just fucking missing. <laughs> They just bounce off the side of the thing and fly off into the distance. Ricochet. You had to wear, like, safety goggles to play that game. (laughs) I had a friend who had it. I could never afford that shit. Yeah, I never had it. I never, because I was the only child, so I didn't have games, because, like, why would I? No, You can't play them with anybody. I can't play board games with, like, my mom. (laughs) What am I, a nerd? I I played Yahtzee with my mom. She fucking hated it. Yahtzee. Yahtzee. I've never played Yahtzee. (laughs) My mom hated Yahtzee, but it was like my favorite board game. It's (laughs) literally just like rolling dice to try to get certain combinations, and uh, that's it. I think I don't remember the rest. (laughs) And as a kid, I was really, I had really good luck with dice, so I would just win all the time. And I was, as a kid, you're like, "Fuck yeah, I won! This is a good game." Yeah, I love this game. It's great. Candyland? Fuck yeah. Candyland was fun. I don't think it would be fun now, but... I heard it was made for polio kids. Probably. Because you can't have any candy back in those days. It doesn't exist. Because they couldn't move, right? Because they are in, like, Iron Lung and shit. Jesus Christ. So they had to, like, imagine they were playing in a Candy Land. That's the story. So, uh, back at Worf's happy birthday party, uh, everybody's singing, he's a jolly good fellow in Klingon. In Klingon. And he's like, that is not a Klingon song. <laughs> and they're like, hard to. There isn't a word for jolly in the Klingon language. <laughs> guess they didn't have Xmas. Uh, Riker mentions offhandedly that Captain Picard was needed on the bridge, so he won't be there. Yeah. And, um, that becomes important later. Keep that in mind, junior sleuths. <laughs> and, uh,. Worf cuts a piece of cake and he gives it out. Data comes up with a present. And Worf, um, the, like, Michael Dorn is doing some great I-don't-want-to-be-here acting in this. Yeah. He's like, thanks. <laughs> 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 and it's, a, it's an expressionist painting of the Battle of Horos. Yeah, and uh, look, my favorite joke is when Jordy comes in. He's like, "Oh yeah, Battle of Heroes, right? Battle of Heroes, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and he knows right away." It's and he's funny. like, "Ugh, <laughs> it's funny." And then like, there's this moment where like, literally, they've gone from like having fun at the fact that Worf doesn't want a birthday party to like straight up bullying him, where they yeah. take the sh- they take his decorations down and starts ha- they hang the painting up in its place. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Troy's like, I know where this goes. And she takes, like, probably some priceless fucking Klingon artifact off the wall, right? Like, yeah. who knows? And, w- and puts up Data's shitty-ass painting. It's a pretty fucking nice painting, actually. I like it a lot, but Worf doesn't care about Impressionism, you know? No. He wants swords and shit. Jordy comes in and says, oh, nice, Battle of Heroes, right? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Wharf gets dizzy right about now. Also important, put that in your Junior Sleuth notebook, everybody. Write it down. I'm. I was made to do like a fucking "Where in the world is Carmen San Diego?" show. I swear. Get ready, Junior Sleuths. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> it's such a good show. Um, that lady's dead too, the chief. Oh, the chief is dead! Oh, yeah. I used to love seeing her anytime she showed up in anything. I was like, anything. it's the chief! Yeah, the chief, yeah. Um, but Worf feels dizzy, and uh, he hears, like... Or, no, like, the cake is yellow cake instead of chocolate. And worse like, what yeah, the fuck? The cake just got instantly better. It's a better cake. Oh, I don't know about all that. But... Mm, I do. <laughs> yellow cake is good, but man, chocolate cake? I don't know. Yellow is better than any other cake. I
1: don't know.
0: <laughs> I'll fight anyone at the fucking... L- fuck ass three tournament <laughs> who thinks otherwise <laughs> like I like yellow cake don't get me wrong but chocolate I, icing yellow cake holy fuck that's a good fuck combo oh my god yes that is a good combo I love how we just call it yellow it's not like it's not like chocolate yeah. cake or it's Ye- vanilla it's not vanilla right even though it kind of is it's I guess. yellow yellow cake but uh Troy is like oh Alexander couldn't be here He we shipped him off to visit your parents again so here's yeah. his present yeah he was too annoying to be on the episode, so... <laughs> he, uh, we locked him in the room and fed him fish heads, and he didn't like it. Um, he, he probably that, would. That's a fucking callback to a joke from before we were recording as well. Yeah, they don't They don't know that joke. I'm st- I'm becoming you. I'm just doing jokes from before we were recording. Jeff, I got some bad news for you. We have always been the same person. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Alexander has given Worf... The uh, plaster forehead mold that they used to make Alexander's forehead ridges on the show. Yeah, on the show, yep. Yeah. And they just, they're they like, we could use this as a prop. And worse, and like, he wrote Alexander real crappily on it. <laughs> and worse, like, yeah, thank you for watching Alexander because I don't like him. Yeah, just just another uh, a clue here. I have a son named Alexander. Keep that in mind, audience. <laughs> that is a clue for later. Put that in your handy dandy Blues Clues notebook. We should sell Star Trek. Ah, we can't. We'll get sued again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should sell M class sleuthing notebooks. Oh my God, that'd be perfect. We would for sure get sued again, but. Um... Nah, we just won't put anything Star Trek on it. Uh, so and. Off screen you hear, so, how old are you, Mr. Worf? And he flips around and it's Picard? And he's eating cake like he's been there for, like, ever. Yeah, he's halfway done with the cake. And then Worf's like, Captain, I thought you were needed on the bridge. And and Captain's like, fuck that shit, there's a fucking rager going on. Let's get our titties out. (laughs) Look at this yellow-ass fucking cake, dude. Am I going to miss this? No. (laughs) It's the best cake. He's like, "How old are you?" And works like old enough, and everybody fucking laughs like it's the end of a sitcom. Yep. And then it freeze frames, and then there's more episode after that though. It's just weird. I'm eating this cake. cake. It's yellow cake, so it's good. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Great work. Uh, The Enterprise (laughs) makes it to the Argus Array. Yeah, it's a big like. It's huge. It's fucking massive. It's it's massive. It's huge. It's, you could see it like far away. It's like the size of, I don't know, a shipyard. But we learned <sighs> that the Argus array is working normally, but it's yeah. transmitting data in a different direction that it should be transmitting. Yeah, so it's transmitting back into the Federation. It's it's being directed to sector one nine six five eight, which, as we learned from Worf, is uninhabited. But there's probably there has to be something they're receiving the data. Now, if I was on the Enterprise, if I was Romulans, Captain, for sure. But like, if I was Captain Captain Pennington, everyone call me that. If I was Captain Pennington, I go. would. I sh- sh- shut up, ensign. <laughs> Instant henderson like if i was captain <laughs> pennington demote me <laughs> you demoted cadet cadet henderson um shit if i was captain captain pennington i would uh send down a repair team and then i would leave them there with like a little sh- a little um they don't have runabouts i guess it would just have to be a shuttle i'd yeah. leave them there with a shuttle to come back and get them later and i would go to sector one nine six five eight and find out what the fuck is happening yeah, I would I would say don't repair it yet, right? Yeah, we have yeah, to yeah, go yeah. we have to go there first to see what it is. It's a good idea, cadet. I'll take it under consideration. Yeah, maybe I'll get promoted back to uh I don't know, your best fucking friend. <laughs> uh, fraternizing between the captain and crew is strictly for prohibited, so Oh, here uh. we go. So last night meant nothing to you, huh? Last night was last night. Anyway, um the, uh, what's in the past is in the past. <laughs> so they're going to beam a Repair Team down to the Array and download the imaging logs to find out where the information is being sent. And uh, yeah. Worf fucks off. He's like, alright, my job standing behind Picard is over. I could go take some leave. He fucks <laughs> off to 10 forward and uh, he goes to sit down with Troy and they have this conversation about Troy becoming... Alexander's like mother figure. Yeah, uh, I guess a godmother is what we would call it, right? There's a there's an extremely stra- strange response in this. That's like I don't know how to interpret it. Yeah, he says like uh, you, it's sometimes like you're a mother to Alexander, and Troy says that's one of the nicest things anyone has ever said to me. Yeah, is is it? What a sad life you've led. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess, I, guess sh- I took it as she's being super respectful of Klingon culture. That's true. That's true. Because she she doesn't know what that is, right? She doesn't know what Horchata or, what, or whatever the fuck the name of it is. <laughs> Some chim. And like, she's like, oh, what is like, she's very careful to like, not be like, what is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, oh, I... I She's being very respectful. And That's when Michael Dorn does his greatest facial acting ever, and I love it. I want a GIF of his reaction <laughs> so bad. Which he's like, that would make my mother your stepmother, and he's like, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> "I, I had and not he's considered that." Like, I'm willing to take the risk. <laughs> he's like, it's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> <laughs> your mom fucking sucks, Troy. <laughs> he's like, What? He spits, he does a spit take. He does like a freakazoid spit take where he just keeps spitting over, keeps and, over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a fountain coming out. Yep, <laughs> 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 but uh, oh yeah, he, he takes off for engineering, he gets called down there, and um, they're studying the Argus arrays imaging logs. And uh, they find out that it's spying on like Deep Space 5, Starbase 47, the Ladara Colony, and the Utopia Planitia Fleet Yards. Yeah, cool. Let's just open Area 51 up and show everybody what we got. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, uh, the array was accessed only six days ago, and here's the video of it. Yeah. And it's a Cardassian ship. Of course it is. A Galar-class ship. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> so,
0: um, they are going to scan for Cardassians to Good figure, plan. Out, figure out what the fuck is up. But, uh, Jordy hands a pad over to Worf, and Worf's like, oh man, I'm so dizzy. And when he wakes up, Data's on the other side of the table? the cards gone yeah they like flip spots sort of like it's weird and jordy's like you should go to sickbay He's like, perhaps i should yeah which is like super anti-warf right sickbay that's for bitches that's what he says <laughs> usually um sickbay what is my pussy infected with oh, cowardice jesus christ warf <laughs> <laughs> sorry i calls it like i sees it oh my god half of america would vote for that guy uh back in sick bay <laughs> crusher is checking out wharf and uh wharf mentions you know he was dizzy earlier and she's like oh it's probably just because you're a concussion and he's like what the fuck are you talking about i don't have a concussion yeah i never had one what she, she's like, Yeah, we, you came to sick bay this morning. Your ears were ringing. You have a concussion. I told you. You should have fucking paid attention. Stop worrying about your birthday party. <laughs> and she's like, You know, it's it, birthday, not birth week, Worf. <laughs> uh, it may be temporary memory loss because of a concussion. And we as an audience, like Josh mentioned earlier, is like, Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe we're only seeing this from Worf's point of view, but this is what's really happening. Yeah. This episode is named Bonk after all. (laughs) Uh, Crazy that they named it that. And then she's like, Yeah, it's because you lost that Batleth tournament. He's like, What the fuck? I won! I won! What did you say to me? Yeah. He fucking starts choking her, and everybody runs over and starts trying to get his arms off. He's like, I want it, damn it! I want it! I
1: want it!
0: <laughs> uh, but she's like, no, you got, you got ninth place. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, no, and he's I'll like I'll show I can you. prove it. Yeah. And uh, they go back to his room, and he's got this tiny little ball on a yeah, stand. Yeah, it's like the trophy, but it's shitty trophy. And it, he reads it, and she's like, what's wrong? And he says, it says ninth place. And the music goes wah,
1: wah, wah, wah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ninth place, hashtag suck it, Worf. No participation trophies for this millennial. Best Millennial Award. <laughs> Fucking hell. I think that's the last one of those. Of <laughs> uh Worf thanks so Damn, somebody- son. <laughs> Worf thinks somebody's (laughs) playing a trick on him at this point. And uh, she's like, no, 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 you just lost your memory. He's like, no, I'll prove it. I recorded a log. And they listen to the log, and it just fucking proves that he got ninth place. Somebody bonked him, and he lost. Yep. Illegal John Chi maneuver or whatever. Illegal Tai Chi. (laughs) Illegal Chai tea maneuver. (laughs) <laughs> they gave him a Starbucks venti, but it had soy in it and oh, he was allergic no. to it. He it had soy in it, and he's like, I'm no soy boy. <laughs> what do I gotta go to sick bay to get my pussy inspected? <laughs> oh Jesus Wharf Did I somebody say, like say pussy is. inspection? Oh no, Samuel <laughs> Clemens. Oh no. Back in my day. <laughs> We're gonna have to, like, change the tags for this podcast to include Samuel Clemens for now <laughs> I've got nothing else going on. No. When's the last time you wrote a book, you lazy piece of shit? When's the last time you wrote a book, you lazy piece of shit? Touche, Mr. <laughs> Clemens! Damn. Alright, Mr. Clemens. I've heard enough of your sass, my frass. <laughs> It fucking got me there. Um... <laughs> So, uh, back on the bridge, Data asks Worf if he's, like, did you do that metallurgical scan of the array that I did? And he's like, what? What? Yeah, I asked <laughs> you to do a scan of the array. He's like, no, you fucking didn't. Yeah, no. And then a Galar-class ship shows up. Picard opens the channel, and we meet door, who, yeah. like, like most other Gulls, is an asshole. Yeah, he's a dick. And he's he asks a very honestly it's not a bad it's not a mean question it's a very uh, apropos question how come you guys got a telescope on the edge of yeah. Our space yeah yeah and he's just real like okay like it's a little, little diplomacy gamesmanship going on right yeah. like like all right just make sure you uh, you know keep using it for astrophysics physics right don't yeah. don't be spying with it don't observe neighboring species with it. They're spying with it. Spoiler alert. You know they are. For sure. And How would you not? Rikers has this great line, Charming fellow. Yeah. Charming <laughs> fellow. Hmm. Would like to culturally exchange with him. Culturally exchange some fluids. Some jizz. Oh, no. <laughs> Did Worf, somebody say jizz? Uh, Worf says... That's got to be the ship that's responsible for reprogramming the Argus Array. And Picard's like, what? Yeah. The hell are you talking what? about? And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, yeah, it was the ship in the imaging logs. And everybody's and like, there like, like, there are no imaging logs. What are you talking about? Yeah. In this dimension, we didn't do our jobs for some reason. Yeah, we <laughs> decided not not to do that, I guess. We just we played uh, a couple rounds of cards instead of doing our jobs, so now we don't have imaging arrays. The imaging logs. (laughs) But uh, Picard's like, yeah, re-examine the array and see if we can find some evidence for Mr. Worf's claims. Yeah, they rummage around. Uh, Worf goes back to his quarters and he's mad at this point. Uh, Because he's a Klingon, am I right? Damn, dude. What? What? Let's get Spacist on the podcast. Nah, Shit! He's mad because everybody's fucking straight up gaslighting him this whole episode. No, Worf, you're crazy. You're crazy, Worf. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're not called the Enterprise. We're the Blinterprise, you idiot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Captain Picard? Nah, my name's Captain Lickhard. Oh, God. this is he, He's shifted into the X-rated dimension. Mr. Wharf, where's your ball gag? I expect my officers to have a ball gag on this bridge. Data's like,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, Mr. Data. Exactly. But uh Troy just walks into his room and he's like, ten I- phases to come. <laughs> oh, God. That's a shirt. Uh, <laughs> did you
1: hear it? Did you hear what I said? I,
0: so dude, fucking I can't good. believe you said that. Oh, wow. I went there. Wow. I went there. <laughs> Oh, wow, man. No millennials on this podcast. Alright. <laughs> <Am> I right? <laughs> oh, fuck. So, uh, Troy just walks into his room, and he's like, can I help you? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm just here to talk. And he's like, I don't feel like it. And she's like, not even with me? He's Your wife? <laughs> and, uh... But she's she's like, uh, at this point, she doesn't reveal that she's Yeah, no, it's wife. a slow roll, right? Yeah, she, uh, she she's like, it seems like you think everybody's memories have been altered, but then Jordy comes in, and he's like, hey, I'm here. Check it out. I'm we, in the show. We couldn't find any sign of a Cardassian ship or anything, and I think you uh, fucked it. I think you did really bad. Yeah, you really botched this one. You really dropped the ball on this one, Wharf. I couldn't believe Probably it. Probably going to get demoted to cadet. You're gonna demote you like we did to Henderson. It's gonna be rough. <laughs> it's just crazy they mentioned me in yeah. this episode. <laughs> Captain Pennington says we're gonna have to demote you, Wharf. And it just cuts to me eating like ramen, like <laughs> under some bulkhead somewhere where I've like made a tent. <laughs> that's where I, that's where I live. It's my quarters. Everybody's like, you know, we have uh like holodex that so we have like we have all this technology you don't need to live in a tent and you're like i'm a cadet <laughs> no girls allowed no girls allowed and you just close the flap real hard close the flap yeah um but like wharf <laughs> almost blacks out he gets all dizzy again he's like Ugh. and when he wakes up the painting is on the opposite wall oh shit is it different at this point no not right not for a second Troy's like yeah it's where I hung it and Worf's like you didn't hang it th-. and he turns back and it's a Klingon then ship it's different. instead it's a ship yeah and tr- and he turns back and Troy's wearing a regular uniform and has different hair and Worf's like you motherfuckers what are you doing <laughs> you blew it up <laughs> <laughs> you blew up my favorite painting you damn dirty whoever's uh, Worf uh, gets dizzy again And when he wakes up It's not even like It goes from like a painting moving from wall to wall To he wakes up standing on the bridge During a battle Yeah and the bridge is like different looking yeah. It's like they they made it look like Weirder Like instead of that swoopy futurey looking panel It's got like more like Mechanical looking panel to it Yeah and Picard's like now Worf now now Mr. Worf and Worf's like bah, huh, huh? he's like I don't know how to work this panel it's different and everybody's like wow Worf is really wow. dropping the ball today Like, he's, wow. he's really not doing a good job he's really Henderson it up hard I can't believe we're gonna have to demote him to even below Henderson if that's possible we should make him Henderson's assistant that's how that <laughs> much fucked up he is <laughs> I would love to see your tiny tent and, like, you and Worf are both in there. And you're like, Worf, today's business, you have to feed Mr. Teddy Ruxpin five imaginary (laughs) teaspoons of his favorite honey. I'll be in the holodeck playing with kittens. And Worf's like, (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Kapla! And leave. (laughs) You, you say complies, you leave the tent and he's like, kind of racist, I guess I mean. <laughs> I mean, why would you say that? like, just because I'm like, I'm oh. kind of fucked up or whatever, <laughs> I mean but whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Worf so, can't raise the shields he's like, the, someone has altered my control panel, I can't do it so they just, yeah. Riker just jumped up there and does it and looks at him like, You are the dumbest motherfucker who ever lived. He just shakes his head. Mm, I can't no. <laughs> what a dumb dumb. Stupid and, idiot. And uh, they they fire back on the Cardassian ship. And they're like, Oh no, the Enterprise is so damaged. Hull breaches, explosions. We're all dying, wharf. And, uh, Somebody died, Worf. <laughs> thanks for that, you idiot, you fucking fool. So they run away. The Cardassians have destroyed the Argus array. Worf really fucked it, man. Wow. Yeah, and that's a that's a bad one. <laughs> Picard calls down to engineering to talk to Jordy, but Jordy has plasma burns over ninety percent of his body. Yeah, he looks Uh-oh. like Freddy now. Um, Except for when we see him later, we can almost see his dick. Yeah, he's they, they, he's in sick bay, surrounded by people with, like, a washcloth over his dick and balls. Like, that doesn't yeah. sound like standard procedure. That's how they were going to tell if it's him. They were going to lower the sheet like they do at a morgue, but they had to do it with his dick and balls because he was burned so badly. <laughs> aww, aww. And they... And they bring up his friends. Is this Jordy's dick and balls? Yeah, yeah, that's Jordy. I've Those seen him a million right. times. <laughs> I'll recognize that mole anywhere. We really need to be thankful that even though he was burned on 99% of his body, his dick and balls were untouched. I think Jordy would be glad to know that his dick and balls were untouched in the horrific burn accident. Yeah, just like they were untouched in real life, right? And they oh, all fucking high-fived. That dude never fucked. That dude <laughs> never could close the deal. <laughs> fucking force ghost Tasha Yar is like, Dang! <laughs> <laughs> Even Henderson could score more than he did. <laughs> Uh, Worf's like, Fuck. oh, I had I had another memory loss, so I, that's why I couldn't uh, do my job right. And Riker's like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, what? Memory loss? What? And Worf's like, I I, I can't cope, can't cope, Cap. And and Picard's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get off my bridge. <laughs> yeah, he wants to have a sick day. And uh, Worf goes back to his quarters and uh, the Klingon ship painting has changed walls again. There's flowers on the table. Shit's fucked in here, yeah. right? There's no log yeah. on the shuttlecraft anymore, even. Things have changed so much. Yeah, he tries to find the log, but there isn't one. And he, then he says, Try, find a log that has to do with the tournament, the battle tournament. And it's him on the ship. And he's like, uh, I can't go because I got work to do. <laughs> yeah, right? so I, like, sent, I sent my brother to take my place, even though he fucking sucks. Yeah, he's a shitty bad left fighter. Except he's, except he's rad. He's a cool dude. He's a fucking candy he's, man. He's awesome. He's gonna get bonked and just fucking be done. <laughs> Watch out for that chai tea bonk. That ultimate Klingon technique. The bonk. Chai tea bonk. <laughs> so, so Troy comes in again, and she's like, "Why is the door locked?" And he's like, "Why wouldn't it be locked?" And yeah. worse, like, worse, like she orders hot chocolate from his replicator, and works like, "Can I do something for you?" Yeah, said, like that's weird, actually, right? Like that would not be weird. Yeah, there yeah. Is. And she like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Brandon Brog is like, oh, yeah, she's going to get real big. (laughs) In the writer's meeting, he's like, "Uh, maybe uh, the wormhole makes the vaginas get bigger. (laughs) And they're all like, Brandon, please. Please. He's he's Professor Frank now. (laughs) Oh, baby. Leaving the vaginas get bigger. Glavin uh, her glaive and <laughs> she, she gets on Worf's bed. She's like, join me over here. And you know, in the writer's room, they were like, what's going to happen, Brannon? What is going to happen here? It's a PG <laughs> <he> goes, show. <laughs> what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, she takes Worf's hair out and starts like trying to kiss him on the neck. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and he's like, doing? what? Counselor! And she, yeah. This is inappropriate behavior. And she says, even for your wife? Oh, man. And then Captain comes in and he goes, clacks on alert. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can I get in on this or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a three way universe. <laughs> <laughs> you literally cannot have sex without a third person in this universe. I'm sorry. It just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's illegal. Uh on that note let's take another break and we'll be right back after these messages after these messages we'll be right back yeah. is Worf losing his grip on reality
1: you don't remember us falling in love and getting married
0: his world keeps changing right before his eyes what is my rank and position
1: your commander and first officer
0: now he faces an uncertain destiny Mr. Worf does not belong in our universe. With no escape from this mind-altering nightmare, next time on Star Trek The Next Generation. Welcome back. Let's hop right back into the action. Yeah, the fucking... Where Worf was about to get it, but he decided he, he was too weird. <laughs> didn't want to f- pull a Cisco. No, no I mean, he, d- he didn't want to go to an alternate dimension and have sex with his platonic friend. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, whatever. <laughs> he goes to an alternate dimension, has sex with a platonic friend, and then never tells her about it. <laughs> no, I think she finds out later, right? He doesn't She's tell like, real Really? Rats. Yeah, no, she tells, uh, he tells, uh, fake Dax, mirror Dax. Yeah. But not real Dax. Oh, no, I guess I'm in a mirror universe, better not have sex with Jeff. Oh, no. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right, right? Right, guys? Uh. You just do it here. Um, Worf is like... We're just like things are changing and she's like like what? And she's like I don't remember I don't remember us being mates. I don't remember any of this shit. Things keep changing even from second to second and I'm the only one who's aware of it. And yeah. Troy's like you can't remember us getting married. We've been married for 3 years. And yeah. he says he says you know we were friends in my dimension. And Troy's like, Well, you're really upset, so I guess I'll believe you. <laughs> yeah. You crazy sounds, bastard. Sounds, I mean we fuck on the reg, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird way to get out of a marriage, but whatever. Yeah, oh I got amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> uh data is data, so he does he's not like you're full of shit. He's like, Alright, well let's do some scans. Yeah, let's check this out. I'm a robot. I love science. Yeah, and he's like, uh, I don't have any, like, there's there's no, like, changes in any of the, like, temporal phase-shifting horse shit that we made Star up for the show. Star Trek language, yeah. And I didn't notice this, but Memory Alpha is telling me that Data has normal blue eyes in this scene. I didn't notice that either. That's news to me. That's interesting. But he's like, worse, like, Data, how long have I been married to Counselor Troy? He's like, two years, one month, 12 days. And he's like, all right, when did we start fucking? And then he says, an eternity, am I right, women? (laughs) (laughs) Data's like, "Uh, I'm not sure, but I'll investigate when the initial (laughs) coupling took place. (laughs) And Warf's like, no, 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 <laughs> dude, <laughs> could you? you know how easy it would be to do that on a ship that has sensors inside of it? Yeah. Uh, re- find me the recording of the sex. <laughs> yeah, turn on okay. the, the heat signatures for that night. We'll find yeah. out. Yeah. But um, they're Gets trying a to friction out. on his diction. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to figure out the exact moment that like time started shifting. like Things started happening to Worf. And yeah. um, they figure out very quickly that Jordi LaForge was there every single time that something went wrong. Uh, so they're like, yeah. oh, let's go. And Worf's like, let's go talk to him. And Data's like, hopefully he's alive enough to talk to us. And I... Yeah, a, hopefully he didn't viewer. die, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> And I as a viewer I'm like, "Oh yeah, he got fucked up. I forgot." <laughs> yeah, he's he's dead. He's definitely not alive. Yeah, Dr. Ogawa is there, not Nurse Ogawa. And uh yeah, she's, she's like, got promoted. She's like, "Jordy's dead." Jordy <laughs> hasn't lived here for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they they figure out that there's um, the visor has to have something to do with it. So when Data activates the visor, Worf fucking passes out. When he wakes up, he's yeah. wearing a red uniform with a different communicator, different pips, everything. And Crusher's there. It's cool. And she's he's like, "What? A, why am I wearing this? What the hell is up?" She's like, "Oh, you're the first officer." And he's yeah. like, "Yeah." Finally. <laughs> but uh, Data finds a quantum flux in Worf's cellular RNA, which are science words, so I believe him. And sure, that's how it works. <laughs> he says, "I got to go analyze these readings," and um, we cut to Data and Worf meeting Captain Riker in his ready room. And He's the captain now. My favorite part is there's a trombone. Do the do the line. <laughs> I'm I'm the I'm the Riker now. Um, <laughs> Riker's trombone is on display in the room. is my favorite part. Like he doesn't have his like the trophies yeah. and shit. he just got a trombone. <laughs> yeah, Picard had like priceless fucking artifacts, right? He has like shit from like artifacts like across the galaxy. Riker, trombone. Check out my sexy trombone, my captain's trombone. <laughs> <laughs> but um, basically, they, they figure out that his uh, his cellular RNA is asynchronous with normal matter, and Riker's like, what? D- D- Data yeah. goes, oh, he doesn't belong in this universe, and Riker goes, in English, damn it! <laughs> I'm dumb! <laughs> Uh, every all matter in the universe resonates on a quantum level with a unique signature, and Worf's does not match. That's everyone some string else's. theory shit. It is. It's very. That's string some theory. string theory, even though we don't know if that's true or not. No, it's fun for Star Trek, but we don't know. Works uh, works for Star Trek. Um, so he's from another quantum reality, and they figure out that. It it had to have been when he was out on this at this Batleth tournament. And um mm-hmm. they follow the course he took to the tournament and they find a thing. Oh shit. It is a minor anomaly in space. Uh, we also learned that Captain Picard got murderized by the Borg. Yeah, which he probably should have done anyway, right? Like there's no way he's making it out of that looking back. <laughs> Yeah, like that's some old TV. He gets he gets marked. Yeah, he gets marked in real life. Uh, The ship's tactical officer is now Wesley Crusher, which is a fuck up, I think. And I wouldn't have gone that route. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also want to live, so I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) <laughs> um, the guy at the con, even though he doesn't say anything and no one points him out, is a Cardassian, as we mentioned before. Uh, it's a cool little, cool little thing, cool little touch. Mm-hmm. Um, the, but what they found is a quantum fissure in the space-time continuum, which is never good. That's never a good thing. You never want that. It's you know that's going to set you back, literally in time. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> got him Jesus um, but they uh, use some sort of a science to make the, a blue glowing rift appear and they're like oh there's a, yeah. there's an ion trail so maybe he's telling the truth um, yeah they use a warp field around it or something I don't know They they point their science at it and they fire and it appears in space fire science gun <laughs> um <laughs> But basically, Data figures out that the quantum fissure is a fixed point throughout all of the space-time continuum. It leads through every reality. And when Worf passed through it, he got splintered into every reality. And now Worf's consciousness is traveling from reality to reality faster and faster. He got quantum leaped. He got fucking quantum leaped. Except he's only leaping into himself. Yeah. Yeah, no sexy ladies, no JFK. <laughs> uh he did almost have sex no, with whatever woman. else. He did almost, but he blew it like a Henderson. Oh no. Oh no. You're like <laughs> making your name into something so terrible this episode. <laughs> I know. They're going to run with it. They're going to run with it. It's going to it's going to cause me problems. It's going to ruin your whole it. career probably. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Oh well. You deserve it for being such a Henderson about it, you know what I'm saying? Um, what career, am I right? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> we learned that, de- that Jordy's visor uses a subspace differential pulse, which is like, why the fuck does it do that? Yeah, that doesn't seem normal. <laughs> that no. probably shouldn't be that way. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Basically, they're going to use uh, the same thing that the visor does in order to activate the worm... Not the wormhole. The uh, rift. Yeah, it's like a wormhole. Right? Like, honestly. Like, I think technically you could call it an Einstein-Rosen bridge, right? Yeah. It's taking you to a different place. You fucking dork. Using that kind of terminology. <laughs> um, maybe by the monkey bars after this podcast. Uh, Worf. Damn, so I'm like, going to get punched in my peener. Worf and Troy goes goes back to their quarters, and Troy is taking this really hard. She's like, you know, uh, what if my Worf doesn't return, you know? Like, I, I can't believe that there's a reality where you don't love me. And Worf's like, fuck, what am I supposed to say to that, you know? Yeah, right. But uh, they hug. And Troy's like, what about our children? And Worf's like, what? Scusi? Scusi <laughs> moi? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in, this, in this universe, Troy and Worf have two kids. A girl, Shanara, like the sword. Yeah, like and, the series. And a, <laughs> uh, a boy named Eric Christopher, which... Uh, <laughs> ...is a really shitty name. Speaking of dorks... <laughs> speaking of dorks... That kid... Dork. But, uh... Warf's like, what about Alexander? My son? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And she gets really sad. Like, she's like, oh... Yeah. Like, he... He had a son. Like, I can't be selfish, right? Yeah, except they hug, and like, when she's not looking, he's like, fuck yeah! Alexander's dead! yes <laughs> I gotta do Nothing something more about these cowboys two new kids. In the holodeck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know maybe Eric Christopher isn't as dorky as he sounds here's hoping right um. <laughs> yeah I'm, uh, yeah but uh they've they've searched 10 million frequencies through the rift and haven't been able to find the correct reality and a Bajoran yeah. ship attacks what what the fuck and uh Troy tells the uh, Bajorans have become super aggressive since they overpowered the Cardassian Empire how the fuck did they do that who knows who knows who knows what the hell um but they destroyed the <laughs> oh, Argus hi, Patty. Array oh cat here cat is here <laughs> did you hear my cat I did not. Did you hear him? No. He came in here and he howled about some shit. It's <laughs> <is> dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> uh but um they they return fire on the Cardassian ship, but um the there's an energy surge and a subspace pulse and the rift gets fucked by it. And Yeah man, it's a million ships. Like, a million enterprises appear, and more and more are appearing every second from every quantum universe. They're like, and in three days, the whole sector will be full of enterprises. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Bajorans, very tactically, very intelligently, fuck off instantly when there's a million enterprises around them. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they're like, peace, Later. <laughs> But um, they received 285,000 hails. And uh, they, they have to find which of the ships that has appeared matches Worf's quantum signature. And then they can use right. the, uh, the curie, the shuttle he used, to go back through the barrier and the rift and seal the fissure and return everybody to their own times. That's the idea. It's like filling a balloon with too much shuttlecraft.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but they send out a hail to everybody to try to explain the situation. And they're like, yeah, um, we're going to transmit this warp signature. Or quantum signature, I mean. you got to keep your bullshit turns correct. Uh, we're going to transmit a quantum signature to you. And we need you to match yours with it and tell us who it is. Uh which has got to mm-hmm. be weird when everybody's hailing everybody else going, what the fuck? What's happening? I would just, I would just like hail the three-way planet universe and just watch <laughs> the ship. And be like, oh yeah, this is good. We can sit here for 20 minutes. Give me, give me a little bit. <laughs> can, we, can I get the feed to the three-way planet ship on screen in my quarters, please? Real quick. It's for... Right away, sir. It's for science. Um half day everyone everyone go to your quarters <laughs> there's a, there's a really weird scene it, I, it, it 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 makes you question the reality of this quantum jumping right where uh the like the enterprise the one we know from our universe the one with the correct quantum signature calls them up and Picard yeah. is there Riker is there and Worf is there yeah what the fuck I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) Um... Um... Riker is like, it's good to see you again, Captain. It's been a long time. And Picard's like, uh... Okay. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's really disturbed by it. He's like, I don't... Cut it off. He does the cut off. Do it. Get rid of the, the move, you know? Cut that shit off! I don't want to hear about how I died. Yeah, I don't. But uh, yeah, I don't they, s- they they send over the shuttlecraft Curie. Worf gets himself into it. Um, they he says goodbye to everybody, and like Worf and Troy kiss, and they're like, <laughs> and it's super gross and sexy, and I love it. But um, Worf. <laughs> <laughs> Worf gets back into the shuttle and he takes off. And one of the other Enterprises starts attacking the shuttle. What? Yeah. And you're like, God damn it, evil Enterprise! We just did this. <laughs> <laughs> we just went through this two episodes of M class ago. <laughs> but they get <laughs> they get hailed, and like, there's a horribly disheveled, like, big beard-ass Riker. He's like, We're not going back. The Borg's gonna yeah, kill he's us like, all. The Borg are everywhere. Yeah. There's yeah, no Federation neat, anymore. Right? Yep. Yep. And we're the last ship. The uh, the captain Riker we know orders them to fire a single photon torpedo, which obliterates the ship instantly. Yep. And they're like, Yep. Bye. Oh my God, we just killed ourselves. Oh no. No, I'll never get into heaven that oh, well. I <laughs> for sure believe in. <laughs> Stupid heaven rules. Uh, Worf goes inside of the rift, and he activates an inverse warp field. And then there's a bunch of wharfs all over the ship, and they're all like... There's one wharf that's definitely Doing. from the evil Borg ship, cause, the Borg attack ship, because he's like leaned against a wall going ooh, ooh. yeah he's like oh god <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Worf comes out of the rift he's back in his normal uniform got his regular pips on and uh he calls the Enterprise and he's like captain is everything okay yeah everything's fine is everything okay with you yeah. how, how are you Worf <laughs> Yeah, how'd that left tournament go, buddy? And he looks down and he sees he sees his trophy, his extremely pointy trophy, his deadly ass trophy, which he's gonna keep in his quarters with his son, a toddler, um, <laughs> a toddler. But he's like, yeah, I won champion standing. <laughs> Uh, everything's back to normal. Or is it? <laughs> or is it? And we see, um... Worf and Riker have the same sort of conversation as they walk down the hallway. Worf is like, look. I know what you're planning. I will not be surprised. Which is, like, the ultimate, like... Yeah. Pissing in your face if you're giving somebody a surprise party to tell them that. Yeah. Worf's kind of a dickhead. But, uh... Riker's... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, like, uh, he goes, he goes, in. Wharf goes inside, puts his trophy down, twists it so everybody can see, and he, he jumps into the next room like, ha ha, but there's nobody there. <laughs> nobody. Crickets. Uh, Troy lets her, has let herself in, she's feeding his fucking Alexander's Again. hissing beetle, which sounds like a great pet. Super Klingon pet, though. (laughs) True. They love that shit. Worf's like, uh, do you live here? And she's like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Yeah. It's a long story. (laughs) The audience laughs. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha ha. But then Worf invites Troy to have dinner with him. And... Yeah. Uh... They they start to develop weird season seven feelings for each other that get dropped after a while. <laughs> yeah. The old season seven crush. <laughs> <laughs> we should make some of these characters fuck each other. We've waited long enough. Will oh. they, won't they? Here's in season Lur- seven. <laughs> Here's your John Luricat Fun Fact of the Week. Uh, uh-huh. Earlier in this episode, uh, we talked about how it would be cool if Tasha Yara would be featured at an alternate timeline, and that was originally the plan. See, Rich she, knew this. She, she, was kn- <laughs> she was not busy. She was not busy. No. Uh, they decided it would make it too similar to yesterday's Enterprise, which we just watched. Yeah, yeah. So they included Wesley instead. Eh, that's cool. I'm alright with that. He's alright in this one. That's as nice of a thing as I'll ever say about him. (laughs) He's fine. Whatever. Uh, Jerry Taylor has gone on record saying about the Wharf troy thing, her words, it's been kind of fun, but it infuriates some people. Some people are so upset that we didn't put Riker and Troy together and just get it over with. And how dare we introduce this! (laughs) Well, then they get what they wanted in that movie, where they all get horned up. (laughs) The horny movie. They get horny in a bathtub, two old folks. Two old-ass 50-year-old horned dogs listening to fucking, like, Jimmy Buffett in the bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I love. Fucking boomers. Here's a a fun fact that uh, you could probably guess... Jonathan Frakes did not like the Worf and Troy relationship. Oh, he was for reals jealous. He said, The Worf-Troy idea is just absurd. It makes for great material at conventions, but for real character development, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's kind of right. I mean, it, there's nothing yeah, wrong, not wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. it just, it's just not... It's not, like... It doesn't serve the story any in any way. It's just sort of a thing, right? Right. It's, like, it's a little too late for that. Like, you were yeah, making yes. a joke about the Season 7 crush, but that's 100% true. Like, yeah, they did it in Voyager. Long. Yeah, they did it in Voyager, too, with Chakotay and Seven, right? Like, it's... Yeah. It's, it's like, trying to create a will-they-won't-they they that far into a fucking yeah. show. You're, it's like, pointless. desperate for, it, for, like, ratings at that point. Yeah, yeah. If that would have been introduced earlier, I would have been completely fine with it. Like, yeah. Troy does not need to end up with Riker just because they were together. No, he doesn't. No, no, that's that's yeah, and I think that that's kind of like helps the show because it's it's showing you like in this world like you don't have to always be ruled by your emotions, even the positive emotions, right? Like, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how Star Trek is, right? Like, attachment to that also can not serve you well yeah a lot of a lot of media in general pushes this idea that like positive emotions are completely without fault right that's not true that's that is not true like how many like murderers said that they killed somebody because they loved them too much to see them with somebody else right 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 there's there's like a pathway to the dark side and any it's like the like the jedi right like they're not allowed to marry and stuff and that's why because your your love can turn into jealousy and and you can start to fuck up <laughs> you can be that's a real true. big fuck up I always, I always thought the no marrying thing was such a weird yeah, it, well, Jedi it goes thing. away. It goes away then. And it's not a thing in the old Republic. They're like, yeah, fuck no. each other. Have more Jedi. We need em. Yeah, we need more Jedi. Yeah. Get those Midichlorians okay. flown out of your penis. Yeah. yeah, don't use a midichlorian condom, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and then what you, and then, How someone's do you feel like, about Midichlorians, Josh? I think it's fine. It's it's not as dumb as. I, get, I see where he's going with it. In my mind, it's a byproduct it's not what causes you to have the force but it's like a byproduct of having the force if that makes sense Mm. it's kind of like an antibody right like you have the force so like these things are in you when i was younger it bothered me because it made the force seem less special yeah I, i eventually got over that but now that i'm a little bit older a little bit more worldly yeah, uh, I don't like it. Ver- I don't like it very much at all because it reminds me of like maybe a little eugenicsy, a little like these are the chosen people who get to have the force and everybody else <laughs> is lesser. I yeah, I, he, I I know why he likes it. It's because the mitochondria in our real cells is thought to have been a separate entity. Like that's the theory, right? Is that like. Our cells work because we have a symbiotic relationship with mitochondria, who was its own cell at 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 one point in evolution, and that's mm-hmm. why our cells work because the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. That's why he likes it. Yeah. Whether it, that like, should be it, in Star Wars, I, I think that they can kind of gloss over it without it being too big of a deal. It's it's, very it's much cool what that they've done. They've glossed yeah. over it. I think it's fine, though, that, like, there is, like, a way to tell if you have potential in the Force. Like, not, I mean, I I guess, like, I like the more mystical, like, you gotta go out and journey and find, like, a wizard, right? Yeah. Like, I like that more, but... They should have scouters, like Dragon Ball Z. They should, well, they kind of do. They just make the kid bleed into the talky thing, and then the, that's how they find... They right? should just have they should directly lift scouters for Dragon Ball Z and they just he's got 480 force points. Uh, the the uh, Ma- the Mandalorian's kind of have that. They got that little telescope thing on their eye. That little th- <laughs> that little th- antenna thing comes down like the mailbox that's flag. True. That's true. <laughs> uh, Who's ripping who off, you know? That's a good question. <laughs> I uh, I love scouters. I think that's a fun gimmick. I would love to have a scout. Here's a list. All right, we're going to go on a tangent because our connection is fine right now. Sure, while we have a good connection, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know why. Somebody must have been downloading something. I don't know. Uh, Here's a list of things I want. One, more lightsabers. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Two, a scouter. I have a toy scouter, actually. Can you wear it? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, like, I, I'm I'm guessing that there's probably like a Japan exclusive, like million dollar thing that fits over your ear, and yeah. it like holds on that way. But like these have like a it's a strap, like, a headset thing that goes over yeah. your head, which I hate. Yeah, uh, I th- that's cool though. I would I would that I would want one of those. I want a batleth. <laughs> Like, I want I want a scouter that works. Like, this is obviously a toy. You just press the button and it makes the scouter noise. Uh, yeah. But, like, I want one that, like, if somebody is standing there, it that has, like, it'll do, like, a little circle around them. And it'll calculate a fake like, power level for them. Yeah, like a Google Glass. Like an yeah. app for Google Glass that would do that. Like, make it feel like Dragon Ball. Like, that'd be cool. I- I bet there is. I bet there's I bet you not there is. for Google Glass like that. Who even has that, though? I don't... I never... No, who who uh, has Google Glass? I have to wear regular glass. I can't wear Google Glass. As it, Google Glass will only be a thing until they can, like, put it in regular glasses or put it in your eye. Like, for real. Like, in there. It's true. I'm not gonna or be give the first you, like, person to get that shit. I'll tell you that much. I'll do it. Put it in my right eye. This doesn't work anyway. Who cares? Yeah, my right eye also sucks a dick, so... Do you have amblyopia, like I do? No, nah, I have astigmatism. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> the bitch ail- ailment. Okay. I right. also have that, though, in my other eye, so I'm kind of real stupid blind. I'm very slightly nearsighted in my left eye, and I have a very bad astigmatism in my right eye. <laughs> I was legally blind until I was, like, seven. I know. Huh. <laughs> Um, here's some more stuff I want a billion dollars. Go to Patreon.com and write in a billion dollars. Yes, please. Uh, before we oh. get to all that, what did you think of this episode? Like, what's your what's your review? Is the review always, portion. This is gonna sound like I, I'm shitting on season seven, and I'm not. But I always feel like this is a season six episode because it's very Se- good. Season seven gets rough in the middle. It gets rough. It does. It does. It's not horrible but no, it's it's not season one it's like season it's two again yeah yes it's it's not terrible I like this, it this I episode, like this, episode. <laughs> this episode is not what? terrible you heard it here first folks <laughs> it's good I don't know it's like a B I'll give it a B minus B it's fine yeah I I can agree with that, since we're giving actual reviews now. I'll give it a B-minus, a B. Because it's... I'll give it two Siskels. (laughs) I'm going to give it three Uh, (laughs) Eberts. It's more of of art than video games, according to Mr. Ebert. Um, Damn. The... (laughs) This episode's good. It's it's not an episode that ever stands out to me that like I think about a lot, except the right the like disheveled Borg universe Riker. I always think about that when I think yeah. of alternate universes. Um, yeah, I always forget. I always forget about it. This one, and then I remembered. I was like, oh right, it's this one. This one's all right. It's cool because it's a Worf episode. You get a little Worf data going, which is super fun. That's always a good right? combo. I love Worf data. It's a, yeah, it's a great combo. So, yeah, I like it. It's a, I think it's, I think Rich picked a good one to watch after yesterday's Enterprise. I think he knew what he was doing, and he did it on purpose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a smart cookie. Um, I think that, that was the magic of, like, 90s Star Trek, is that it was all ensemble casts. And you got different flavor combinations with different characters, like sometimes, yeah, you sometimes went to you the go, to the ice cream shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you tested out the mint with this honey vanilla, and you were like, "That's a good combo." That's that's nineties like nineties Star Trek like T N G. Sometimes you'll get like a Worf data. Sometimes you'll yeah. get like uh like a Riker or Troy. Sometimes you'll get like a Picard, Geordi. Like that's rare, but like sometimes yeah. all these different combos different deliciousness. Right. And it, it does give every, every episode like a different feeling, a different flavor to it. And that mm-hmm. continues throughout Deep Space Nine and even to a lesser extent through Voyager. So uh, Enterprise kind of yeah. went back to the three main characters thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Discovery very much became like we have a set of like three or four characters who are the main characters and everybody else is secondary. Yeah. Um Yeah, B minus B. <laughs> yeah, a strong B, I would say. B minus. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> good app. It's a good app. Thank you. Good app, good app. Thank you Rich for suggesting it. And thank you everybody for tuning in very special thank you goes out to all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast where you can for as little as a dollar become a member of our discord community full of star trek and M-class fans get access to behind the scenes blogs content podcasts art all kinds of cool stuff head over there patreon.com slash mclasspodcast it's working yeah do it uh (laughs) If you want to see the Star Trek future that we just we just talked all about—the future where Worf goes to a million different realities and it's super fun—then we need to change the world as it is now to be that world, the Worf world that we all want. So you need to head over <laughs> to BlackLivesMatter.Card.Co. That's Card with two R's and find out what you can do to help uh, to help sort of. Find that future that we all want where equality is real. Black lives really do matter to everyone. And I don't know, maybe cops yeah. don't fucking kill people so much. That'd be nice. It'd be a, it'd be a nice change of pace. That's the blacklivesmatter.com. cab motherfucker. <laughs> um, That's not... <laughs> <laughs> that's probably nothing. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Thank you, a very special thank you to Vitasen for the use of his song Outer Space Race as our theme song and super special thank you to Cadet Henderson for being my best friend I'm all the way down here in my fort just doing Star Trek stuff maybe <gasps> me and Jordy will have sex later, yeah right <laughs> like that guy ever has sex, which one am I talking about yeah. who knows who knows? <laughs> oh, thanks, Jeff. I love you too, buddy. I love you too. Let's sign on Let's out of go here. We'll do another episode. <laughs> we'll do another episode of our other program while you guys wait a week to get it, unless you're a patron where you can get it a week early. Patreon.com slash M Podcast. We'll see you next time on M Podcast. Bye bye. Walk with your boys. <laughs> Hehehe <laughs> mentally ill.